Thank you for choosing to listen to today's message by Reverend Dr. David Entry. We know you will be blessed as you seek and serve God. We believe that this message will stir up a desire for more of God, even as you listen. Be blessed. Salvation is not only from the wrath of God. Salvation is not only from eternal judgment. Salvation that we get in Christ for whoever shall call on the name of the Lord shall be saved. That salvation is not only from the judgment or spiritual things, it's also from the perverse generation. Perverse generation. A generation God has given up on. That's what I want to talk about. When God gives up on a people, on a nation, on a person, God can give up on you. Continue going. God, one day, will give up on you. Judges chapter 16, from 18, 19, 20, 21, 20, 20, 21, 21. <laughs> Verse 18. And when Delilah saw that he had told her all his heart, she sent and called for the laws of the Philistines, saying, Come Come up this once, for he has shewed me all his heart. Then the laws of the Philistine came up unto her and brought money in their hand. And she made him sleep upon her. Second Timothy chapter 4. I think from, from verse 14, 13, no, 12, 13, 14. He said, Demas has forsaken me and is gone to Thessalonica. Those times, Thessalonica was okay. Demas has forsaken me, loving this present world, and departed to Thessalonica. He, he left and went to Thessalonica because he loved this present. So he is not like he was a bad person. He's not a bad person. We are not talking about somebody's bad. We are talking about somebody's addicted to the world. God said, leave Ephraim alone. God said, leave him alone. He loves, he can't, he can't leave his idols. Leave him. God can abandon you. Oh. Hosea 4, 17. Ephraim is joined to his idol. Let him, let him alone. Now leave him. Don't push God to say, I will leave you alone. You think you are coming to church for a pastor? You are joking. Wait for us all to die. Unfortunately, you have an appointment with death. No one knows when it's coming, but it's coming. You will die. One day, one day you will die. And after death, there's judgment. Oh, I mean, all this church thing. Oh, no problem. No problem. Be joined to your idols. Be joined to the world. He said, Demas loved this present world. He loved the enjoyment. He loved it. So he forsook. When we are doing work of God, he forsook me. For Thessalonica. Thessalonica was a place of fun. You sit down, let me finish. <laughs> so, he put his head on Delilah's. He, he fell into deep trance. I believe he, has, he was tired, so he was resting. But you know when you are tired, where you rest, sometimes you don't mind. You don't care. Or you have put your head where you rest. Be careful how you define rest when you are tired. Your definition of rest is what will make you lose your hair. 
can you be resting on a woman's legs? <laughs> and a woman's thighs. When he woke up, he was not the same man again. <laughs> Bible says that she made him sleep on his thighs. This powerful man who was killing a lot of uh, trained uh, military guys. He was killing them. No one could tame him. Just And so he made him lie and he made him sleep upon her knees. And she called for a man and she caused him to shave off the seven locks of his head. And she began to afflict him and his strength went from him. Watch this, verse 20. And she said, the Philistine be upon this something. And he awoke up to sleep and said, I will go out as other times before. And shook himself and did not know that the Lord. It gets to a time God will leave you. If you don't consider God, it will get to a time God. God will abandon you. God will leave you. God can leave people. Judges, Judges chapter 10, verse 13 and 14. Yet you have forsaken me and served other gods. Wherefore, I will deliver you no more. I, I, I won't get involved with you. Do your own thing. I will deliver you no more. Look at verse 14. Go and cry unto the other gods which you have chosen. You have chosen your work over God. You have chosen your boyfriend over God. You have chosen your girlfriend over God. You have chosen your image, social image over God. He said, you forsook me. This privilege, I asked you to work with me. You forsook me. And in the day you need me, you are calling. He said, go to your job. Let your boss save you. That's your boy who gave you more hours. And because of that, you, you left. You, you didn't take church for anything. So go, let them just Let them deliver you in the time of your tribulation. Listen! God can give up on people. He said, leave Ephraim alone. It's okay. Leave Ephraim alone. In Matthew 15, 14. This is a nice one. This is Jesus talking. Jesus said, let, talking on the Pharisees, said, leave them alone. Leave them alone. Don't let, that, don't let God say that to your pastor. Leave him alone. Leave her alone. Sometimes it, it, gets, it becomes, every pastor gets to a stage where you try and try, gets to a stage where it's okay. Because you don't want to offend people because they are not ready to change. So you just accommodate them and leave them alone and let's all keep going forward and see what the future has for us. Leave them alone. God said, Jesus said, let them alone. They are blind leaders of the blind. And if the blind leader leads the blind both to fall, he knows they are going to fall into it. But he said, leave them alone. In Romans chapter 1 verse 18, thank you Jesus. Someone receiving something. Yes. Romans chapter 1, verse 18, it says that for the wrath of oh oh, the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who have uh, who hold the truth in unrighteousness. Look at verse 24. 
Wherefore, God also gave them up. New Testament. God gave them up. Verse 18. The wrath of God. Everybody say the wrath of God. When we talk about the wrath of God, another way of putting it is the judgment of God. The wrath of God is in, it, it can be explained in different ways. Not explained in different ways, but, but manifest at different times. Now, we have the eternal wrath of God. So when we all die and everything is over, those who are going to burn in hell, it's the wrath of God. It's eternal judgment. So the eternal wrath of God. Say eternal wrath of God. Which is the same as the eternal judgment of God. And then we have, we have the eschatological. Eschatology. Eschatology means end time. So in the last days, judgment is what we read in um, Acts chapter 2. He said the sun will turn into darkness. Excuse me. Acts 2, 20 and 20. The sun will turn, turn, the sun shall turn into darkness. These are things that in the last days will be happening. It will be the judgment of God. God's judgment and God's anger will cause things to be happening. Revelation chapter 6, verse 16. He said, mountains, and they said to the mountains and rocks, fall on us and hide us from the face of him that seated on the throne and from the wrath of the Lamb. Mountains, it's better mountains fall on us than to see the anger of God. Yeah? <laughs> it's also. And so, in the last days, this is, not, this is not talking about the eternal judgment. It's talking about the last days, the punishment and things that will be happening. Earthquake. <laughs> what is happening? The wrath of God. So, we have the eternal wrath, the eschatological or end time wrath of God. And then we also have the uh, cataclysmic wrath of God. And then we have the fourth one which is consequential wrath of God. You were told, don't be sleeping around. Now you go ace. Do you understand that? It's consequential. What you did for Galatians 6, 7, don't be deceived. God is no more. A man shall reap what he sows. So sometimes because of what you are doing, it has exposed you to the wrath of God. You are fighting a pastor. No wonder this thing has happened to you. Well, you have brought something. You insulted and assaulted your parents. Consequences, you can't carry it. Sometimes sudden death can be consequential judge, wrath of God. Or you have broken a principle. You abused this, your wife. Abused her, maltreated her. Went to chase other women. Suddenly, you were caught with some strange sickness. Strange sickness, not even STD. But strange. Cast cancer of the tongue. <laughs> Consequential. So whatever you are doing, remember, some of the things we do can bring upon us the consequential wrath of God. You are attacking a church. You are attacking a pastor. You are gossiping against someone who is genuinely doing God's work. He said, sin against the Son of Man will be forgiven, but not a sin against the Holy Spirit. It's like you have cut the branch on which you are standing. Cut it. You are falling. Nothing can help you. Be careful. So, how many have I said so far? What's the first one? The eternal wrath. Second one? End time wrath. Third one? Cataclysmic. Fourth one? Consequential. 
And then the fifth one, the fifth one, which is what I, I, I've been talking about all along, but I didn't tell you. The forsaking wrath of God. Abandon you, give you up. When God is angry and you can push God, you say, okay, have it your way. Have it, okay, okay, okay. There are 10 things that happen to a group of people, a person or a group of people, that shows that God has given up on them. Can I give you one? <clears throat> Is someone learning something? Yes. Never put yourself in a position where God will give up on you. Because he can. And now, signs that a generation is perverse, God has given up on them. Signs that a people, a, friend, a group of friends, you don't have to join them, God has given up on them. But this is what they are going to hell. No, I didn't say that. I said the signs that when God give up on the people, number one. Are you ready? Yes. Number one. They become fascinated with living for pleasure. They love to live for pleasure. <laughs> they love it. They love the party atmosphere. Like Thessalonica. Demon spirits. Love it. There's nothing you can tell them. In it. Hey, if you want to trap them, bring pleasure. You trap them. The pursuit of pleasure. The light thrills. Yeah, mindless kicks. Adventures, danger, entertainment, sports, extra trap. Too much time without work. Without self-discipline. Without self-control. They have so much time, but no, no work. You have too many, some people have too much time. Too much time without self-discipline. Too much time without self-control. Too much time without work. So much time, but no work. So much time, no self-control. So much time, no self-discipline. Which some of you used to be. Thank God for Jesus. Yeah. And the media feeding, feeds them. Feeds them a frenzy of entertainment, entertaining devices by which they can waste their entire life. So entertaining, different entertaining devices. And media, media. That's fun, fun, fun. There's no restraint on you. Usually, God has systems in place to print checks on people. And the systems of God's checks, let me tell you, I think four or five, I think four. Systems of God's checks, number one, the law of God. He plants the law in your heart, so sometimes there are things you want to do, but it's like there's internal checks, your conscience. And the weapon is the conscience. You can't do some things because uh, you're not free to do some things. Then number two, family. And the weapon of the family to, for family to bring restriction is the rod. It's the rod. It's in Proverbs. The rod of correction. Correct the child. A child that grew up without correction, that's when he messes up. Number three, 
is the government, the sword, prison, punishment. Had it not been for laws in this country, you can imagine how people will be driving because some of the cars are very fast. Killing people and just anyhow. But because of the law, the, 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 the sword is there. And then number four, which is the most potent and powerful, the church, which is the, uh, the, the weapon of the church is the gospel. It's the gospel. So if the devil wants to destroy people, start by trying to say the word Bible is useless. It's ancient. It doesn't have any bearing on my life. Why do I? God cannot. No one can tell you how you should live your life. And so, just, just get rid of God's word. Remove it from schools. Take it away from hospitals. Move it away. Move it away. Let anybody behave. Any religion feel free, but not the word of God. No, no, no. I don't want it. We don't want it. Anything that will bring the word, take it out. Because every other religion is demonic. Take away the word of God. And then the next thing Satan will use against humanity is families. Attack families. You don't need marriage. You don't need, you don't need both parents to be around. You don't need this. You don't need, uh, parents can't disappear. Children are growing without respect and restraint to parents. No respect. So let one parent mess up. Let's use it as a case study and pass law everywhere. So that no, don't, 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 don't. Satan hates marriage. Satan hates marriage. That is one human institution that depicts God's eternal and ultimate plan. Because the Bible will end with, and they married, they were happily married ever after. That's how the Bible ends. Revelation. We and Christ, the church and Christ and the Lamb, happily married. And it says that this is a great mystery. It said, for this reason, a man shall leave his mother and father and be joined to his wife. Nevertheless, this is a great However, this is Ephesians chapter 5, verse 30, 31, 32. But I speak concerning Christ and the church. So if the devil attacks marriages, he has, he's attacking God's ideal. So God has brought, some of you, you didn't mess up because you were, your mother was strong. Family, family conditions couldn't allow you to mess up easily. Strong families keep people protected. Some of you who went wild and at your age, you have, you've been everywhere in the world. You have done all, you've tasted anything and everything. It's, it's not your fault because there was no strong control, order, authority, restriction, and boundaries at home. So if God wants to help your future, he will make sure that he will use one of the restrictions is from family to bless you. So uh, his word, family, and then social restrictions. And then eventually the word, uh, the church through the gospel. Now, when people, human beings have their way, they will say, eh, away with family. That's one of the dangers of democracy. Because yeah. the human voices will say, this is what we want. And nobody will say, impose laws on us. Yeah. Give us freedom of sexuality. Yeah. Let us sleep with anyone we want to. Because the human nature is corrupt. It's perverse. It's perverse. So we don't need the word of God. We don't need the word of God. We don't need the, who told you this is really oh, okay. And then they will fight against family authority and marriages. Then they fight against the laws of government. Demonst- demonstrate it's in the Bible. This is look at Second Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 12. That they all may be condemned who did not believe, yeah, who did not believe the truth, but had pleasure in uprightness, unrighteousness. They loved. <laughs> They had 
pleasure in unrighteousness. We don't need the laws of God. Don't mean too much restrictions. So the, the, if the people make their own laws, you know, where there's dictatorship, if you steal, they chop your hand. You know you won't try and steal. Yeah. You won't, you won't try to steal. But when the, the voice of the people, the people who don't, this is how we want the law. We don't want God. Take God out. That's why the church will always be fought. Because people will never, the church is the voice of God in a nation. They, they love pleasure. Titus chapter 3 verse 3. Titus 3 3. Thank you Jesus. For we ourselves were also once foolish, disobedient, deceived, serving various lusts and pleasures. Is it not so? Yes. Only God knows the kind of things you have done. Serving various lusts. There are people here who are serving lusts when God gives up on people. This is what they begin to do. 1 Timothy 5.6. Hmm. Let's all read that together. Let's go. You are chasing parties, chasing drinking, chasing all kinds of things, chasing sex activities, chasing. You love pleasure. You are dead even though you are alive. You are dead even though you are alive. Killing your respect. Killing your values. Killing your dignity. Anyone who loves pleasure, sometimes you, dis- you destroy your dignity. You change your dignity. You are caught with somebody's husband. Caught with somebody's wife. You have, you have destroyed your image. Now listen, it is sad. But you know what? Many of us, without God, you are not far from that kind of life. You are not different. Hallelujah. Death of your dignity, death of your respect, death of your potential, death of your achievements, death of your refinement, death of your individuality. It is killing your life. It is killing your future. Get past being endlessly entertained and fulfilling your last. Get past it. You are living for pleasure. You are killing your future. Second Peter 2.13 and will receive the wages of unrighteousness. Hey, unrighteousness will pay you. Mm-hmm. And those who count it pleasure to carouse in the daytime, they are spots and blemishes. Give me a uh, um, New American Standard Version, if you have the New American Standard Version. Oh, you have ASV, that's American Standard Version. That counted pleasure to what? Revel in the daytime. Reven in daytime. You are, I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. And then ah, and they, you don't care, and you put it on social media. I love it. I love. It. See, that's re, pleasure doing raving daytime. And you don't care who is now see watching you. Some things at least hide it. Hide it. How many of you would like to hear the continuation of this message? Have you been blessed? We thank God for using his servant, Reverend Dr. David Entry, to share this awesome word. 
If this message has blessed you in any way, please spread the word by sharing it and send us an email to amen at karens.org. Remember to stay connected with us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube and Twitter for regular updates on what God is doing here at Karis Ministries. Stay blessed.